0: action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now better than it was the first time which is going to be very hard to top because it was amazing so thank you everybody for your patience and i hope you enjoy Hey, Paige.
1: Hey, Holly. Would you like to hear the story about how I once ate a cockroach? Um, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Well, I was a toddler, and I thought it was a raisin. End of story.
0: That's disgusting. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> it tasted awful. Did you? How long after that did you not eat raisins for it?
1: Oh, it was years. <laughs> I was disgusting. just on the floor eating my raisins, and I thought I dropped one. And I looked on the floor, and I w- think, wow, that's a really big raisin. So I, I was like, my older sister was with me, and I was like, wow, look at this raisin. And she was like, uh-huh, yeah, because, you know, she's a teenager. She's right. not paying attention. So I, ta- I bite half of it. <laughs> and, I, oh, it was, yeah, it was disgusting. And I said, oh, this raisin doesn't taste good. And that's when she looked at me, and she was like, <laughs> That's a cockroach! <laughs> yeah, it's a long time before I ever ate them again. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's great. But anyway, today we're talking about Kill the Farm Boy. <laughs>
0: Hi, everyone! So, you can't see me, but I just waved like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, we've already started our drinking. Um, we've got some...
1: Calypso coconut rum with...
0: Strawberry lemonade. From mug shots. Yeah. I made it. It's good. It's delicious. Yes. And we put... We tried to count how many glugs we put in there, but... It has this fancy top on it, so it just pours out so smooth. I have no idea how much is in here. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't come out in glucks. It
1: comes out in dainty sips. But you know we ain't fancy like that, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Kill the Farm Boy. I really
0: liked this book. I
1: loved it that It was book. so hilarious. Oh, my God. I've, I laughed
0: out loud multiple times. So many times. Like, I would giggle... And not be able to explain why I was giggling because I couldn't stop giggling. Like that's how bad it was. I mean, good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. That so, like, it was. That's how funny it was. Which doesn't happen often for a book. No. You know, like even, quote unquote, funny books. Like you have that internal, haha, that was funny. But not enough to make you actually like. I would be standing at work because we were really slow. <clears throat> Reading, and it would just catch me as funny, and I would laugh out loud. And my coworkers would look at me like I was stupid, and I'm like, I can't. I'm sorry, that was great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah I take it we yeah, both it was, really liked it. We did,
1: and and what I liked about it is not only was it comedic, but it was it also had like some real great plot points
0: too. It was actually a really good story. And it's very, very quotable. Yes, I was going to say, it's not just, like, fluffy, frivolous humor. Like, yeah, there is, some...
1: there is some depth to it as well. Yeah. And it's I think it's such a good balance, and it just made for, like, a really good story. Um,
0: speaking of quotes, do you have any favorites? I do. Uh-huh. I don't know. My favorite is... Ugh, words. My favorite... <laughs> <laughs> They're up hard. Who? Whew. My favorite is not so much like a quote that you could say out of context and mm-hmm. it makes sense, but it was just a line that was so well written and makes me laugh every time I hear it or read it or think about it. And it... it, it, it no! You can't even get it out. I can't. It was so perfect, and let me find it. I shut my book like a stupid... So while I'm looking, what was your favorite? So I had a lot of favorites, but
1: I, it was hard to narrow it down, but I narrowed it down to, like, a handful. So of those handful, (laughs) my favorite was probably um, when people act so strangely that you start to hate them, it's worth looking to see what might be controlling them. Like, Like I said, it was so deep. Damn, that's some good advice. It is. Like, that really, I really had to, like, Sit back for a second and think, wow,
0: that was, that's legit, man. <laughs> yes. So, like I said, my favorite quote is less of a quote and just a favorite two and a third lines in the book. Yeah, a great part of the story. Our trope of, of characters are on an adventure, which you don't know yet because we haven't talked about the book at all. But they're on an adventure, and one of the characters is a bard. So she starts singing, and Fia, who is a seven-foot-tall, chain-mail, bikini-wearing, almost-giant, who, from the way they describe her, is just absolutely gorgeous, (laughs) she says, or she doesn't say, the book says, Fia threw back her cloak and danced along with heavy footsteps as she that is not what the book says. I'm reading words that aren't there.
1: How did you do that? You're so
0: talented. Do it. You
1: just made up words, and I oh. thought it, it sounded real.
0: <laughs> I've been doing it my whole life. This just sounds so real. <laughs> I was
1: believing you.
0: I had to read Dr. Seuss books because, like, I was forced to read Dr. Seuss books because I couldn't, like, guess what he was going to say because what he said never made sense. Oh. So I was, like, to force me to read what's on the page. Anyway. So it says, Fia threw back her cloak and danced along with heavy steps as she walked, straining the ability of the chainmail to contain her metaphorical milkshakes. (laughs) I love that! Her milkshakes! My milkshake brings all the boys to the the yard. yard. (laughs) So yes, that is probably my favorite. I giggle about But see, that gives
1: you a good idea of
0: the kind of comedy that this book is like. So the entire book
1: is just random Jokes like
0: that. And some of the things that are funny, if you took them, took out just that sentence and read it, it would not be funny. But in the whole context, like it will be this very serious situation, and then the response is some hilarious off the wall. And it just, it kept me giggling out loud the entire time. Yes. It was perfect. It's so funny.
1: Okay. So now to the story. Yes. All right. So, the book opens up talking about this boy, Worstley. He's just this humble little farm boy, and he's just out in the fields, you know, scooping up the... Goat Goat shit, yeah. (laughs) Doing his thing. Being a poo boy. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Hating his life and all that. And then, um, you know, out of nowhere comes this pixie. Well, she claims she's a pixie, and... Mm. She don't look like no pixie, you you know, little dainty thing, all pretty. She's like pretty. What was that? <laughs> I got all Johnny Bravo. I want to
0: say, <laughs> man, I'm pretty. <laughs> I have got to learn a way to laugh that isn't this wheezy noise because that is very harsh on the ear. No, 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 no. That's your laugh, girl. <clears throat> yes, but it's very harsh in earphones. <laughs> well, I don't know how to tell you to just change a laugh.
1: What is this is accent. That's, I don't no. know what this is. Good Lord, I don't know what this Calypso is doing to my accent, but it ain't nothing good. <laughs> all right. So this staff, lady. staff, get it, like, because she's okay. So she's all gross looking and like disgusting, and like you know, like staff. staff. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> staff infects and then she says later on that she has a, like an ant strep. Yeah, like strep throat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, so she pops in and she's all like, Yo <laughs> you're the you chosen are, one. <laughs> um, yeah. So Mr. Worsley dude, sir. Yeah, you're the chosen one. And, you know, Worsley's all like, Now how do I know you a pixie? And so she's all like, Well, I'll prove it and then so there's a nearby goat and she just like casts some spell on him and all of a sudden he starts talking like real like um like a human. Yeah, like, real intelligent-like.
0: <laughs> Not like Not like what I'm doing right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I sound more goat-like than worse than the goat did. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Bath. So, <laughs> she even baths. <laughs> so, the goat's name is... No, it, so, so, Worsley calls him Gus,
0: but once the goat can start talking, he's just like, um, it's Gustav. like, is that how you said it? In my head, I kept saying it like they do on Ratatouille. It's Gustav. (laughs) Gustav. I imagine he has
1: just this, like, real fancy kind of talking, like, real smooth talking kind of. Again, not like (laughs) like what I'm talking. Apparently I can't do this voice that's in my head. I wish I could. (laughs) That'd sound pretty cool. But, um, anyway... So then, Worsley's all like, "Whoa, damn! This is real shit. You know, this is real magic." So uh, then he, so he's like, "Well, pixie lady, what do I do now?" You know, I don't know how to be a, a chosen one. And then she's all like, "Well, you know, there's this, this Earl's Tower where like it's enchanted and like everyone in it is asleep. Maybe we should go there and see what happens." And he's like, "Cool." And uh, oh, we didn't even say the part where Gustav is all like, oh, Worsley, your name... or he's like... He calls him Pooh Boy. Yes, he's Pooh Boy. Yeah, he's Pooh he Boy. Is poo. Yeah. So, Worsley's Pooh Boy from now on. And, uh, so... So, he's all like, well, I'm gonna go to the tower. Well, at first, he doesn't want to go with him. But then, Worsley's like, oh, my parents are gonna cook you next week. And then... And then, uh... Gustav's like, well, I'm out. <laughs> and he's like, guess we're going to that tower. And, uh... So they head on out and they get to the tower. Meanwhile, we're introducing Dark Lord Toby. <laughs> he is so dark and mysterious. How do you feel about Dark Lord Toby?
0: Oh my god.
1: I cannot stand him. <laughs> Alright, let me say this. At, the, at first, he was my favorite character just because I imagined him like a Dr. Stufrensmarts type. <laughs> Dr. Doofensmurge is my favorite villain out there, let me tell you. Okay, okay. I have but, no idea who that is. From Phineas and Ferb.
0: I've never seen Phineas and Ferb.
1: Girl, i got to have to educate you <laughs> get my education on <laughs> which your Phineas and Ferb. Okay, so Dr. Doofensmurge is like, he's like this villain, right, but he's like, hilarious like he's like he's always messing up and like he acts like he's all big and bad but he's really just like he has a heart and like he's really not this big bad guy okay it's just he's funny he's just comical and so that's what i thought this this guy was going to be like boy was i wrong (laughs) (laughs) so later on i decide i don't like him but in the beginning that's what i saw Mm -hmm. anyway so dark lord toby he's he's trying to become a wizard and so his powers are very limited. What did you think of the ways that
0: wizards got their powers? Madness. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else I expected, though. I mean, you have to be able to grow a beard. Uh-huh. Like, if you if you have a beard... Like a wizard have...
1: beard. You have to have a full-on wizard
0: beard. And I see him, like, with this... couple of pathetic chin hairs. Yeah.
1: I love how I, like... <laughs> I put fingers up to my chin, like... <laughs>
0: We forget sometimes That you can't see us being stupid You can just hear
1: us We gotta remember that
0: (laughs) (laughs) So then we have to tell you Who the stupid things we do um,
1: But another reason is Another way reason, Another way (laughs) Is for him to have Like a a familiar Like a magical creature So um, he's trying to mate a hedgehog And a turtle (laughs) <laughs> and that's how his first opening scene is. He's like, you too.
0: Would that be a hurdle?
1: <laughs> a hurdle? <laughs> <laughs> something like that. He said something. He called it something. What was it? Like something hog. A hog like,
0: or something like that?
1: Tortoise hog.
0: But turtles what? and tortoises are two different things. Hog, To?
1: Tur- I don't know. Anyway, so you can about imagine how that's going. Huh. Not, not very well. Not at all. So... Then he's like, well, I just want to be a dark lord. And he's complaining because he doesn't have any artisanal... Artisanal. Artisanal crackers. Yes, he has to be a dark lord to have crackers. Fancy crackers. (laughs) So one of his very limited powers is that he can summon bread when he's stressed. Bread-ish. Bread-ish things. So he makes these almost crackers to go with his cheese and he's all sad because he doesn't have real crackers. So, um... Because <clears throat> he's
0: a piece of shit and nobody will bring him.
1: Right, because he's a piece of shit
0: who never um, leaves his tower. Right. I have so many things. So many thoughts about that. So many thoughts? So many thoughts. Well, care to save you said thoughts? I don't know that they're going to come out smart thoughts. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... Uh, have I been sounding smart at all this whole time? No. No, this is not the place. <laughs> um... No, it just reminds me of. It's one of those things that's deep, even though it doesn't sound deep, because he wants to do, he wants to have or do all of these things, and yet he's not willing to actually go anywhere to get the crackers or befriend people to have them bring him crackers or. Which, if he was make just, his
1: own crackers, which if he was just a, you know. He could just be like any normal person and just go to the market himself and get some crackers. Right, but he just... And you don't have
0: to be a wizard to go buy crackers. Right. And he just, he relies on his few magical abilities and it just kind of reminds me of most men. Damn. <laughs> Shock fire. I mean, you're not wrong. Right? Like, they, <laughs> they have these... Grand ideas of themselves, and they're just kind of ish. <laughs> not to be confused with bish, which is no, different. No, totally different. Totally different. <laughs>
1: okay, but, yeah, so but on. Yeah, but see, that's, that's why I ended up not liking him, because, well, later on, he shows... Just how shallow he is. Yeah, just how much of a prick he is, you know? Yes. He's like, oh, you're one of those guys, you know? And then yeah. I suddenly were like, oh, well, this is not at all what I first imagined he was. <laughs> <laughs> He's no Dr. David Smart, I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm very
0: surprised you can say that as drunk as we are. <laughs> I'm very talented. <laughs> yes, yes, you
1: are. <laughs> okay, so he gets this letter in the mail that's addressed to a Grinda um, on Malefic Beach. And um, it's this lady, Grinda's, her sister, who just so happens to be Worsley's mom. And she's writing to Grenda saying that, oh, well, Worsley thinks he's the chosen one, and he ran off. And with the goat. With the goat. And pickled herring. Yes, all that. And so another way that Toby can become a dark, wait, become a wizard, he is a dark lord. No, to he become, just
0: calls himself a dark lord. Yeah.
1: Well, to become <clears throat> wizard. <clears throat> become wizard. <laughs> wizard. He's a get,
0: wizard, Harry. you wizard.
1: He's Toby? He's wizard. But not very hairy. <laughs> he's an unhairy wizard. That's the opposite. <laughs> so, so another way is if he gets the heart of a chosen one. So he's all like, "Ooh, I need to get this chosen one's heart." Okay. So then he um, calls over Pultro. What do you think of Paltrow? Oh, Troo? my God. I love Paltrow. I Troo. love
0: her. <laughs> she is so I think funny. she was my favorite character. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. We haven't met my favorite. Oh, okay. Okay. I have not met my favorite. Okay. But I do love her. She is so stupid and so brave, and I love her. She's so funny. <laughs> She's hilarious, but she doesn't mean to be. Right, that's the
1: best part. She's not trying to be funny, but she is.
0: The whole conversation between her and Lord Toby about the beating heart, and she's like, well, if he's dead, I'm pretty sure it's not still beating. <laughs> and she's like, well, what about the rest of him? <laughs> like, she's Okay, so Lord Toby, Dark Lord Toby, sent her off to be trained to be a rogue. So she's supposed to be like this dark assassin type and she's like super clumsy and terrified of chickens and rocks jump out and and trip her and and she's so dumb very, very dumb <laughs> i was trying to come
1: up with a better way than saying just say she's dumb but
0: she's flat out dumb you're just gonna come out and
1: say it it's great i love her
0: <laughs> she's oh, amazing goodness. though <clears throat> she has good well i She has good moments. And she says really smart things without knowing that they're smart. Like, in the conversation. Right, she does. About, well, isn't his heart not going to be beating if he's dead? She has very good points. Well, I think it's because she's so literal. Yes! She
1: doesn't really know how to, like, read between the lines or take a joke or anything. So she,
0: like, (laughs) oh, it makes it so great. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love her. And this... You get, like, the perfect introduction to her. Um, let me see if I can find it. I can find it. Okay, so I mentioned that she's terrified of chickens, right? And she is called by Toby, and he's like, Paltrow, I've got a job for you. And it says she stood wobbling and tried to wipe the various stains from her costume. Hope it ain't chickens, she said. Never trust them, what with their pokey beaks. And they're butt fruit. I tell you, Sire, it's unnatural, eggs is. Um, but if it's eggs you want, I have a source. Her eyes slid over to a chicken coop. You didn't hear it from me, but I find a bucket of eggs by the hen house every morning. I do suspect foul play. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just...
1: <laughs> and that's just how she is throughout the entire book. Like
0: that is She's her... so
1: serious about what she's saying. But, but doesn't understand anything. No. <laughs> it completely goes over her head. Oh mm. man. So Lord Toby calls her over and he gives her a mission to um go kill the farm boy yes. and bring back his heart. And he gives her um three potions that should help her on her on her trip, which comes into play much later. But And
0: it is very important to note you do not take these potions rectally. Yes.
1: She
0: made very certain that they are not to
1: be taken rectally.
0: She does not know what they do. She just knows how you don't take them. That's that's all that matters to her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so then meanwhile, once again, we are introduced to another character named
0: Fia. Nope, that's still not my favorite. Okay, okay, not Fia. No, again, I get down her. pretty quickly, though. <laughs> Very few So
1: left. Fia, Fia, is this um, actually a character that that uh, Paige referred to earlier within her quote? Um, was she's this just this real um, big muscular warrior type character, and but she
0: wears this chainmail bikini, so she's your basic um, computer game, video game fighter chick basically basically but she hates fighting yes well no okay she doesn't hate fighting she just wants to live a peaceful life and grow roses where she doesn't have to fight
1: yes yes so she's fighting for a peaceful future right it's her philosophy um so and she's fighting because she's
0: big and People like to fight big things,
1: right? And people pick on her, and so of course she's gonna put them in their place. Right. I mean, what you gonna do, you
0: know? And um,
1: so anyway, so she she hears about this this tower where everyone's enchanted and asleep, and in the center of it all, there's supposed to be this big heart rose, and it's this fantastic flower. And so one thing she loves is is roses. And, well, her dream is to be able to enter this rose contest and win and, you know, get all this prize money so she can have her own little place and settle down.
0: And buy a full set of armor. And buy a full set of armor. Not just a chainmail bikini. (laughs) Yes. So I wonder, and this is totally off topic, but what do the bottoms look like? Of a chainmail bikini? Like, I can only hope they're, like, boy shorts or bikini kite. And not like a thong, because can you imagine chainmail up between your butt cheeks? That would be vastly uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she does mention throughout the, how uncomfortable her bikini is. So. She
0: does, and I how cold know. it is because it's
1: not very covering. Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing but that's warm about chainmail to begin with. You know. So, so she goes to this tower in the hopes to steal the rose, and um. She gets there and and she she starts climbing it and and um well she sees this this rope and she grabs onto it and mm-hmm. realizes it's hair and in her disgust she lets go and she falls right on to Worsley right on top of Worsley Squishy immediately him. killing him on site boom there's Squish- your chosen one squished him like a little bug dead <laughs> And, uh, so then she meets Gustav by default. You know, he's right there, and he's like, whoa, what the hell? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you fell on Pooh
1: boy! <laughs> and, you know, Fia feels awful about it, so she's like, oh my gosh, you know, I wonder if I can help him any, and Gustav's like, well, he's, like,
0: dead, so I don't know what you're trying to help him for. He's got bones sticking out of his skin. Yeah, like, he's dead, dead. Like, <laughs> Nothing dead. left. So, uh,
1: Fia's like, well, you know, it's, it's, a." Uh, this is an enchanted tower, and everyone's sleeping in it, so maybe if I can get him in the tower, maybe the magic can kind of preserve him until I can find a way to bring him back. Which is a very good thought. Yeah, it was it was a jump, for sure, but, I mean, that was very well thought out, especially he, on that whim. If he right. wasn't
0: dead-dead, and only kind of dead... Then it would have worked. Then it would have worked. Right, but he was dead-dead. <laughs> there was nothing left. Right. So, she
1: puts him on her back... Climbs, this shows you how tough she is. She's carrying a dead weight body on her back as she <laughs> literally. climbs, literally, <laughs> as she's climbing this tower. And she grabs onto the hair and, and pulls herself all the way up and throws him in, and she tumbles in. And then she notices that the hair is attached to a head. Yes, <laughs> attached to a sleeping woman. And she's like, and, and to note, it's very important. Apparently, later on, that the woman has grown a full beard. Yep.
0: And, and grotesquely long fingernails.
1: Yes. But she's sleeping.
0: Yes. So,
1: he, she places the body next to him. Wait. She places Worsley's body next to the lady. Right. And she's all like, "Ah, eh, they'll be fine right here. And uh, so she runs off. To find the heart rose. To find the heart rose. Her main mission. And, um, so this is when Argabella is introduced. And Argabella is, is my favorite. See, I had a feeling it was her. I had a feeling. I Not because we her. narrowed it down, <laughs> but because I just had
0: a feeling you would like her. <laughs> Not because there's only one other character <laughs> left. <laughs> oh, man. So, why is she your favorite? Um so we're not going to find out until much later on in the story why she's my favorite, but I'll explain who she is or what she is. Yes. Um she is the bard of the tower. Um well the whole I don't that know that realm, the realm, I guess. Well sh- this it's not really a castle, but this this house. She is The bard of this house. She's still in training. She's not all the way there yet. Going to school for it. Um, But she wanted to be an accountant. And she was forced to go be a bard because her mother ran away with an an accountant. And left poor Argabella and her father. And when we meet Argabella, one of the first things that you find out about her... Is the poor thing was cursed, and she looks like a bunny, Mm-hmm. complete with the bunny ears and the fluffy bunny tail, and Called it's so her. cute.
1: She's this half woman, half yeah. bunny thing.
0: Yes, and, like, she's so scared and so timid and so shy, which I get it, shy and timid, same thing, but it had to be said. Nobody's going to hold that against you. I hope not. <laughs> Don't a, hold it against her. It's only a third episode. Forgive me. Um, but she's just this precious little bunny person, and you want to, like, love her and put her in your pocket, and I just adore her. She's very innocent. Very much so. And very, very sweet. And just wants to make her father happy, like... She wants to be an accountant. She wants to count things in a room for her occupation. And her dad is like, no, you must be creative and learn to make music and have groupies. And her dad kind of reminds me of, like, an old 60s groupie person. Yeah, basically. (laughs) And I love it. Um, And she is the only one awake in this entire household. Um, do we tell them why she went ahead? Words, hang on. Should we go ahead and tell them why she's still awake?
1: Not yet, because she doesn't even know. Okay. So she's the only person that's awake in this entire castle, I guess. And it's been So all she knows is that, yeah. Five years. All she knows is that everyone is dead asleep, and she's the only one awake, and she's half bunny. That's all she knows.
0: And, and she doesn't know
1: why any of this has happened.
0: She can't really write music cuz she's not finished with her bard training. And she keeps like breaking all of her lute's and Oh, well, she, d- she she does know. Crazy. She does know who did it though. She does
1: know that this Grenda the sandwich did all this. Yeah. But she just doesn't know exactly why.
0: And how do we how does she? where's <laughs> fuck How does she know that Grenda did it? Because she reads everybody's mail.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it just cracks me up. Again, with reading other people's mail. <laughs> that seems to be a recurring thing in this story. Everyone reads people's mail. Yeah, because their mailman sucks. Yes, their mailman's mailman. I assumed it was mail- the same
0: one. Man. Mail S- person. Sucks at his job. He does. He can't keep nobody straight. No, not. Although, in his defense, Argabella is the only one awake in the castle, and somebody has to read the letters. True, true. So. She might as well.
1: She's got nothing better to do anyway. Right.
0: So, uh,
1: Thea is going after the rose, and Argabella sees Thea going after the rose, and she stops her, because she doesn't know what that's going to do. Like, to pick the rose. She doesn't know what that's going to do to everyone. She just it's, knows it's an important part of... A curse. Ooh. She
0: doesn't know if it's going to kill him. Right. If it's going to wake him up. So, I don't think she knows if she wants them to wake up or not. Yeah, so she has
1: no idea. So she's just like, please don't pick it. Because
0: don't pick the robes. <laughs> Sorry. The way she said that, all I could think of was what we say to toddler boys. Please don't pick it. <laughs> <laughs> please don't pick it. <laughs>
1: It's going to be a famous line later on. <laughs> Please don't pick it. Uh, okay, so she somehow convinces Fia not to. And um, and then Fia was like, well, you know, I just want to rose to enter in the contest or whatever. And and so Argabella is like, well, you know, I have this old friend um, from back in the day, from before it was cursed. Um, Lord Toby, Dark Lord Toby. I know, he has a great rose garden, maybe he could, uh, give you a I rose, know. yeah, and so they, um, agree to go together, so they go to leave, and Gustav, the goat, is all like, well, these two girls are both vegetarian, and, um... Yeah, so they won't eat me. Right, and plus, you know, Fia is quite scary, uh-huh. so... If he figures if he hangs out with her, nobody's going to kill him to turn him into a stew. Or curry. Or curry. Mm. So he's like, I'm hanging out with y'all. And uh, they're like, fine, whatever. So all three of them go out to Lord Toby's, and on their way there, um, they meet Boltro.
0: <laughs> yes. So they are camping in what I envisioned as this big open field and Poltro comes up on her black horse in her black clothes and should be very sneaky sneaky and gustav's like um could you just walk in here like a normal person <laughs> he's like he says what are you looking for and she's like what and he's like well you look like you're looking for something and she doesn't even know that she's talking to a goat. She just hears this voice talking to her, and it's just, it's so funny. Yeah. And then, so she comes in towards the fire, and she sees that it's two women and a goat. And one of the ways that Dark Lord Toby said that she would recognize the Chosen One is that he had a talking goat. Mm-hmm. So, Poltro being the... In- incredibly smart person that she is figured that well this must be the goat that is supposed to be with the chosen one but the chosen one's not there Mm -hmm. there's no boy so she asks and fia's like oh he did (laughs) and we locked him in the tower hoping that he would you know be okay till we can get back and figure out how to fix him and since dark lord toby is a wizard We think he might be able to fix them, and he's got roses, and I want roses, so it sounds like a good idea to go see Dark Lord Toby, and Paltrow is like, yes, got this! (laughs) (laughs) But she doesn't have the heart.
1: Right, but she's like, but a talking goat and a half-rabbit lady is something that Dark Lord Toby would want to see anyway.
0: Right! So... Because they both could be familiars. Right, exactly. But she even asks about getting the heart. Yeah, she does. And they're like, well, how are you going to get it? I don't know.
1: It's just... And she's like, well, I could borrow it. And they're like, you're going to borrow this dead guy's heart? And she's like, oh, you're right. He's not going to want it back, is he? <laughs> 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 He's not going to have much use for it. I guess I'll just take it and not bring it back. Right? <laughs> So Again, nice. her being so literal that everything just kind of goes over her head. Yes. Oh, man. So she agrees to take them to uh, Lord Toby's. And um, so Lord Toby, you know, they know he loves cheese and crackers. So um, they make a quick trip to the store, yeah. I guess. Yeah. and to, then, to the market. And they uh, bring him cheese and crackers. And he comes down, and he uh, invites them in, because they have cheese and crackers. Okay. And he's having this grand luncheon. Yes. And so he invites them to eat with him, and so they have this grand meal. and um, Who's invited to the meal? Nobody. <laughs> it's just for him? He makes this grand his, luncheon just for him. And uh, his turtle? His turtle and, and hedgehogs. I mean, Poultro's not in town, so it's no. not even for her. No. So this is when they tell um okay, so so they, they tell him about the whole situation with um Worsley. Mm hmm. How he's like dead.
0: Mm-hmm. And Toby's
1: like, Well, I can't bring him to life and he was like, Well, this is kinda strange if the chosen one is dead but there's doesn't seem to be anything different. So he's kinda starting to wonder if he really was the chosen one. True. But then he's like, okay, well, I can't do anything about it. Then they, they start talking
0: about Grenda. And-, and she seems to be the key to all of this, because she's the one who put the curse on the mm-hmm. town or the castle. And she's the aunt of Worsley, and just everything seems to tie back to Grenda. Right. And so-, so they're like, well, let's go to the root of the problem.
1: Right, so they all agree to go and... Grinda the sandwich. Okay, so they leave Toby's, and first they
0: pass through. Um, oh no 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 no! no. Oh. You almost forgot. So Toby has a trapdoor under the welcome mat oh, yeah. of his in front of his front door. Well, Argabella has to point out, or is it Poltro? Poltro. Poltro points out that you know you want to stand behind that because it leads down. Into a cellar of jelly. Mm-hmm. And so then they decide to leave, and they're going to go see Grenda, and Lord Toby goes to walk out of his tower, because wizards are very proud of their towers. And they like to compare towers.
1: <laughs> With its very well-trimmed hedges surrounding it. Yes! <laughs> about the well-trimmed hedges surrounding the tower. <laughs> they make a point of mentioning
0: that. Every time they mention towers. But, um, he goes to leave his tower and he goes to step on the welcome mat and Poltro is like, Lord Toby, no! And he forgets. And he falls down into the vat of jelly. His own trapdoor. He didn't? He did. Didn't he? No. I think he did. I don't remember
1: him falling in. Okay, hang on. Because she's like, "Oh no,
0: remember the trap door?" And he's all like, "Oh, thanks for the reminder." So another thing we forgot to mention, while I'm looking up whether he actually fell through or not, is that he realized since the chosen one is dead, he now has two animals in his tower wanting to eat or eating lunch with him, and so he offers—he doesn't offer—he asks them. To become his familiar. In order to become his familiar, you have to be bonded to him, body and soul. Their auras merged in the service of the Dark Lord's otherworldly powers. And both Gustav and Argabella are like, mm, that sounds creepy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Argabella's go like, no. <laughs> Argabella's like, then you know I like you, but not like that.
0: <laughs> Like I'd be getting a bit too familiar, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Which it really, cra- again, that's the humor in this book. Like some of the jokes are the subtle jokes. They're so punny, and that's it. Reminds me a lot of like British humor, and I yes, adore exactly British humor. See the Monty Python sort yes. of story. Oh, yeah, no, I guess he doesn't fall into it. It says, saving himself a troubling and sticky afternoon in the jam cellar.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess
0: I remembered that and was thinking he ended up sticky in the jam yeah. cellar.
1: But he did not.
0: He did not. He did not.
1: And it but that goes to show you just how little he does
0: leave his tower.
1: He forgot about his own trap door.
0: Right. Like, he, he has all these, ha-ha, I have a plan, and I have all of these ideas, and...
1: It was a Dracula voice there. Aha. <laughs> a little bit. Sorry. That's <laughs> kind of... I see him as a Dracula. <laughs> not a good one. <laughs> as opposed to my Dr. Doofus words. I don't know the Dr. Doofus <laughs> It's okay, because, because later on, very soon, actually, <laughs> he goes to show me that he is not the character I thought he was. <laughs>
0: Did you hear what I just called your villain?
1: I don't even know what you said.
0: (laughs) But it wasn't my Dr.
1: Doof. (laughs) Dr. Doofus snort. (laughs) Doofus (laughs) snort. Hey, isn't that that one actor? tower and they're on their little adventure and so that's this is the part where your favorite line comes up and this just so happens to be this very moment where I realized he is not my favorite character
0: <laughs> okay I'm this, trying to find it again I need like sticky notes all in this thing yes yes
1: um so so they're traveling along and Poltro starts to sing them a little song and um Paltrow doesn't sing yeah, she does. Argabella. Oh, Argabella. (laughs) Argabella. That's what I meant. Argabella is singing a little song
0: for him. And um, so she's, (laughs) this is what cracks me up about her. I love her so much. So she realizes that they, she realizes that she basically has an audience that cannot ignore her and her performing. And it's the perfect time for her to get a little practice in, right? So, um, she wants to make Lord Toby feel more comfortable. It says, as he kept gazing back in the direction of his tower and sucking worriedly at his lips like a small child who'd lost his favorite doll. (laughs) Like, it's just, it's so funny. So she takes her loot and she's, drumming, and she's trying to think of what would make Lord Toby happy, and what does she come up with but cheese? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that makes Lord Toby happy. Cheese and crackers. Cheese and crackers. And so, she does, and I'm not going to try to sing it, because, number one, you don't want me to, and number two, I couldn't figure out the tune for this one, but she rhymes Hardy with Havarti, and Crack with Colby Jack That was kind of obvious And Fella with mozzarella And Swiss With go amiss So she's like oh And Gorgonzola Into my cheese hola <laughs> Genius <laughs> Like She's A lyrical prodigy like, <laughs> For sure
1: Beautiful So she's Belting out this wonderful tune about cheese. Yes. Um, um, Fia Fia is starting to feel this. So she's, you know. Shaking the metaphorical milkshakes. You're shaking her metaphorical milkshakes. And she's just having a good time in her chainmail bikini. And Laura Toby's all like, oh, I like a piece of that. And he saunters his way on up to her and, like, goes to, I guess, you know, dance on her. And And she's like, like, not having this. Could you not? (laughs) and and it says Toby's, like, dancing on her, and next thing you know, everything's black. Then she punched him. (laughs) She knocked him out! (laughs) And she, like, puts him in his place right quick, and uh, that's when I realized, oh, he is not the character I thought he
0: was. (laughs) So... I just thought of as you were shimmying. So as I was sh- actually shimmying just H-Holly, now, Holly was shaking her. Not, mustache. not
1: to give anyone that visual.
0: but No, <laughs> no, not, no, not, no, not at all. No. But I, I was just wondering. I wonder what if the chainmail added like a little tambourine effect. Oh, that's
1: cute. <laughs> that's actually adorable. Like she's shaking, <laughs> ching ching, ching she's shaking her maracas. <laughs> <rockets. laughs> that
0: (laughs) (laughs) so then um after let's see it says hang on he puckered his lips and stood on tiptoe to give her a kiss and the goat called him a jackass and something happened to the sun because it completely disappeared and the music stopped and toby blinked and moaned sometime later where am i about a foot away from my fist Fia growled (laughs) would you like to try that again (laughs) like i just I love that. That's a great Fia moment. Yes! I love her. And she, it just defines her so well. She is this take-no-shit kind of person, like... She's the warrior. She is, and I love it. And it's funny that it's a girl, because... And as you will see in the book, none of the parts played are played by the quote-unquote right people. Yeah, and see, I love that. That's actually, um... Not to skip ahead to the very end of the book, but that was the author's point. We didn't... So, yeah, Fia is the warrior, which, like I said, it's not normally the girl. Right. A girl who is. But, of course, I find that fantastic. Oh, yeah. No, that's part of why this book is amazing. You have the chosen one, who, first of all, is some scrawny little poo boy. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) And... He gets squashed right at the beginning. He's not the hero
1: of the story like you think he's going to be.
0: Not at all. He's like the zero of the story. Exactly. (laughs) And then you have the warrior who is female, and you Mm -hmm. have the dark lord who is an incompetent, scrawny man who can
1: barely grow a few chin hairs. Boy child. Man child. Man Man child. child. That's a great way to describe him.
0: (laughs) Lord Toby, the man-child. But it's just a beautiful visualization of all of this. Like, we're going to take this story that you think you know, and you're not going to know any of it.
1: Yeah, and I think all the characters are so fantastic. Like, they all have such great character development throughout,
0: mm-hmm. and they are
1: they each have their own depths and um, their own complications, and they're just portrayed so realistically... As um, Personal personalities, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> they all have their pros and their cons, right? You know, just as real people do, right? So it's just, I know we keep talking about how much we love this book, but I'm telling you, it's an amazing book. You, it really is. If you haven't, if you didn't read it so that you could read along with us, you need to read it. Highly recommend. So Toby has sort of learned his lesson, and at the they're, moment they're going back on. And so they
1: come to uh, Morningwood, which is an area where elves live, and um, it's, you know, it's this gorgeous place, real lush, full of all these wonderful um, gardens, these plants. (laughs) They're called plants. They're plants, whatever the (laughs) hell they are. And um, so, of course, what comes along with plants, allergies, severe allergies. Like like,
0: unto death severe allergies. To the point where they're... Their throats are closing up, and they're going to die. Paltrow is literally, like, on the ground, cannot breathe, passing out from allergies. And then um, these two
1: elves show up, and um, their names are Sylvandriel is the lady. That's the best I'm going to come out with that. But the second one, the guy, and I say this, I mentioned this just for this fact. His name is Bargolas. And what's the first thing when you hear of an elf named Bargalas? Does anything come to mind? No. Legolas? Oh, I was thinking Barglass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's spelled like Legolas, but like oh, bar
0: And he's described
1: as, like, very Legolas-looking.
0: That is that is true. And, and I, I was like, I love
1: this. Oh, but speaking of, like, play on names, though, um, Paltrow... What is she afraid of? Chickens? <laughs> Poultry. Poultry? <laughs> and her name is Poultro? <laughs> is that not
0: genius? I <laughs> catch that. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is wonderful. Ooh. That is
1: great. So, anyway, these two elves are all about as elf-like as you would think. You know, they're all like all high and mighty, and they think they're better than everyone else. But they um they do give them some medicine to help them with the allergies,
0: which by the way, they cause the allergies. Right. Like they cause illnesses so that they can heal the people so that they sound better than they are. Right. Exactly.
1: So anyway, they um they're gonna let them pass through um, Morningwood in the exchange for um well
0: breeding.
1: <laughs> and not alone with Paltrow. Mm-hmm. So, Bargalus wants to, to um, breed with Poltro And also they're going to take all their cheese
0: Okay, so Bargalus is the The guy, elf well, yeah, Who he, is a prince Is what I was prince. getting at Well <laughs> Yes, yes I mean <laughs> For clarification He's not just some <laughs> random elf that's like Yo, I want to do you Right, no. Right, right, no, he is the, uh, the <clears throat> prince, and he's being forced to create uh, heirs. Yeah, that's going to be better than what I was going to say. I was going to call them elflets. <laughs> His little elflets. <laughs> like owlets on the elflets. His little elflets. Okay, so. Okay, so
1: is all like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to get it on with this elf man.
0: Beautiful elf man. Beautiful?
1: Oh, I mean, aren't they all?
0: Yes, but again, you would expect them not to be. Elves? In this book. I guess, I guess. Everything else has been not like it's
1: supposed to be. True. Although they are perceived as... I mean, all elves are usually perceived as being, like, pompous. But these are, like, overly... Extremely We look down on everybody. Yeah, Kind of pompous. But anyway, so... Uh, they stay the night, and... She ends up not even
0: mating with the dude. No, because he spends the whole time wanting her to brush his hair, which she thinks is some, like, weird kind of foreplay for him. Uh Uh-huh. And then... Then he, like, cries and, like, just talks to her about how
1: he... His dad has so many expectations for him and everything, and, and, like, he just, like, bitches about that the whole time. So they don't ever actually mate. Yeah. It's kind of funny.
0: And I feel a little bad for Pulchro because she was like, bound wow, chicken, wow, wow, and it turned into like, oh, you're another man, child. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes, this poor child, this poor girl. Like, I, I can't. Know. Again, we've all been there. She was just trying to have a good night, man. Yeah. Have a little fun. Yeah, get her groove thing on. Yeah, and she yeah. Up brushing his hair and listening to him whine. Lame. Lame. Yeah. This is why I don't do men.
1: Learn from him, guys. I mean, I do. Learn do from this story. Wow. That came men. out
0: really weird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from the story. <laughs> Don't date men. <laughs> That's basically what the story Don't is. Don't date men. Because all of the men, with the exception of Gustav, who is barely a man. He's a goat. He's a goat. <laughs> <laughs> with mannish thoughts. Yes. <laughs> basically feed me and, I mean, he really is basically just a man. He talks, he eats, and he poops. A lot.
1: Everywhere. Everywhere. That is At his, any minor convenience.
0: <laughs> that is his numero uno response to everything. I'm happy. I spread pellets everywhere. I'm scared. I spread pellets everywhere. I need to fight. I spread pellets everywhere.
1: <laughs> it's a lovely characteristic that you would expect of
0: a goat. Yes.
1: Poop. Everywhere. So, they pass through Morningwood just fine, even though they lose all their cheese, to Toby's great sadness, yes, (laughs) and um, they come across a fork in a road where um, they argue about which road they should take. So, the
0: choices for this road are to go to the Titan toothpicks, which sound terrifying, And they are. I mean, we
1: think they are. Mm. We don't know yet. And the other road is a more safer road, but it's a much longer road. Right. So Lord Toby is all like, well, we need to take the safer road. Because
0: I'm a chicken shit.
1: Yes. And well, Fia's like, well, no, we don't have time. We have to get there as quickly as possible. So we're taking the toothpicks. And so they go back and forth for that for some time. And then they finally all end up, well, it's unanimous, and we wouldn't say all, because Toby is, like, sulking the whole time, but they do decide to take the road of these Titan toothpicks, which is where there are stories of monsters that eat people with mustard. With mustard. Because that's important. Yes. So, they take this road, and, you know, Toby's sulking the whole time, and... You know, making it rain bread, because that's what he does when he's stressed or pissed off. Yes, it's raining toast. It's raining toast, because he's furious. And um, so they're coming up across
0: more and more signs that are like, turn back now. So some of the signs, they said, turn back now or die. And, no, really, you will die. And, can you even read, I said you will die if you don't turn around. So, obviously... Death is eminent. Yes. <laughs> Pretty sure if we keep going this way, we're going to die. Right. And is still like, oh, you know, these are old, so whatever was here is probably not here anymore. At, well, at first she's even just like, oh, they're just saying that to trick us. Like, they just don't want us to go down Right. Way. And so they go, and they see these... Um, they, they come across these real great pillars.
1: Like, real tall mountainous objects and they're like supposedly
0: really pretty and like breathtaking hang on i want to come back to that because as they're walking you see them becoming closer as a group like they're becoming more friends and they start like bickering with each other like friends do Mm -hmm. and in this part it kind of reminds me of the princess bride have you seen that i might have if you've seen The Princess Bride, you would know you've seen The Princess Bride. Well, I guess I haven't seen The Princess Bride. I'm going to have to fix that. Okay. Anybody want to be next? I've seen videos in Prune.
1: <laughs> but you haven't But to. not The Princess Bride. It just kind of shows you the kind of person I am.
0: <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> um, Lord Toby is, like, being a butthead, right? And Argabella is trying to fix things, and she is trying to find something positive to say. So she says, Your eldritch crackers remind me of things that are delicious. And Toby's like, he doesn't know if he should take that as a compliment or not. And then Paltrow says, I don't think he's ready to forgive you. And then somebody else says, But I do so admire his magic and his snacks. Fia grins and says, so you're saying you're his biggest flan? Enough, Toby shouts. You're all nuts. A beat pass before Gustav whispers. Don't be such a coup d'etat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like... All the bread puns. It's so... It's
0: it's just hilarious the way that you see their personalities
1: coming out. and How they're just kind of picking on each other, like teasing each other. Right.
0: And it's not often that you... You see friends like that. Like, you see people getting bullied, and you see people standing up for the people getting bullied, and things like that. But this is just cute, fun, playful, playful banter, yeah. It's just precious. And this is another thing. Like, so Argabella, the way she describes things, like, she says she's never had someone stand up for her before much less have an entire group of friends band together in such a punful way like she describes things as like punful or scary uh fearful yeah yeah I wanted and to mention that
1: how she talks like she, everything's like something full yeah it's And just, it's
0: adorable. It's she's. So I cute. love when she talks like that. It's so cute. Okay, so then they're they're walking along and they come a, up to another group of signs and it says um It came from the Titan toothpick and it ate them all with mustard and oh gods, why? Turn back, you idiots! So these signs are getting more frantic, like what the hell are you doing? (laughs) Listen to me, you fools! And they just keep going. Fia's like, we're gonna do this. Those signs are old. They're trying to keep us out. It's ridiculous. We shouldn't turn around. We've already come so far. Like, we're just gonna press on. We can do anything. So, Lord Toby's So, pouting, because that's what he does best. Then they see these gorgeous rocks. Right, these gorgeous, like,
1: mountainous pillars. And it's just this beautiful sight. And then all of a sudden, as they're admiring this view, one of the pillars seems to be moving towards them, and rather quickly. And so they start to panic. is like, okay, I guess we're going to fight, you know, and... And Lark Toby's like, I told you so. I told you so. And she's like, All right, well, then help me fight this thing. And, and Gustav's like, I'm going to poop everywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some panic pellets.